everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast. Neil and I have just spoken for so long before we started recording that we're all worn out. So thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you. <laughs> Do you have to we pee already, to Tom? You. you have to go pee? No, I, <laughs> I am drinking, though. Yeah, me too. What What are you drinking? Um, Don't make me tell you. Go on. It's some kind of shitty beer from the fucking gas station. Not even, it? dude. It's not even. It's not even because what my, what we like to... Oh boy, what well, we like to drink after after work, you know, come home, a hot day or whatever, jump in the pool. We like to drink, drink a lot of that hard seltzer. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so wow, <after laughs> you're in with the kids. Shit, you're gonna start listening to. You're gonna, I don't know. You're gonna have to make a joke. To? You're gonna have to start making carrying a purse jokes. But uh, it's delicious, Neil. It's refreshing. It's delicious. Is it white no claw or whatever the hell it's called? Uh, it's truly at the moment, truly lemonade. It's pretty good. So what is it? Tru- yes, lemonade my, and vodka my, or something? I have no idea. It's lemonade and alcohol. My my twenty year old daughter was like, "Oh, mom and dad, you guys are drinking what the kids drink now." <laughs> it's like a you know when when we were kids, like the starter alcohol, like if you were at a high school party or something, it was like schnapps. Did you drink schnapps growing up? Is that an English thing? No, our, our starter alcohol was hot cider, like a big bottle of Woodpecker or something. Schnapps is not good, but compared to like trying to drink whiskey or something. Oh know? yeah, for sure. But it would make it you was, throw up, right? Because it's so sweet. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it make you hurl? Any, any, anything would make me throw up if I tried hard enough, Neil. Okay. <laughs> I could throw up on beer. But anyway, I'm, I'm lying. I'm not drinking truly. I'm, I'm drinking PBR, 16-ounce tall boys. That's all I drink ever. Liar. <laughs> the only the only thing punk rock to drink. You know what I discovered recently? And I'm going to know I'm very late to this party. But um, I was out last Saturday. And I had a fucking Moscow Mule for the first time. That was that oh, shit's I love good. That. Yeah, yeah good. that shit, that's, shit is good, man. We uh, Saturday, and this will kind of come up later. I had uh, we had some boy. They're really more like friends. Kids got married, really. Um, so we went to a wedding, and it was like one of these weird, like early afternoon weddings, and wasn't really a full dinner, but there was like a good hour and a half between the wedding and the reception, kind of a thing. So we, of course, did what we do, you know, went hit the bar, and I had like a cherry mule. It was called. It was made with like Michigan cherry vodka and. And some kind of ginger beer or something. It was freaking delicious. Once again, not macho, not macho at all, but really freaking delicious. Well, I think I never, I never went for the Moscow Mules before because I just couldn't stand the fact that they were they served in those little copper mugs or whatever the hell it was, and that seemed very pretentious uh, yeah. to me. But I had one, and I have to say, it was, it was delicious. It was yeah, delicious. Good, yeah, and it was very, uh, it was very thirst quenching too, because it's got the ginger beer, which has got kind of a kick yep. to it, and then yep. vodka and a bit of lime. It was, uh, it was. Some could be, very good. some of them could be quite spicy on the mouth. Very spi- it's funny. I thought, spicy. I, th- I thought you were going to say you wouldn't drink it because you were so adamantly anti-communist. <laughs> you wouldn't even drink a Moscow Mule. <laughs> yes. Goddamn those bastards. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but no, it was uh, that was that was good. We went to a local brewery in Evanston, um, and uh, hmm. we had some of their beer. And their beer <laughs> obviously wasn't that good because we switched to Moscow Mules. So there you go. Yeah. So anyway, sort of welcome thought, to Punk know, Till I Die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I live in like the beer beer city. You know. Yep. The beer capital of America. There's you can't even you can't even get drunk and run your car into a building without hitting a brewery around here, and. Uh, I'm sort of yeah. It's it's the amount of beers that I drink at these things where I'm like, man, that's really really good. Is getting fewer and fewer. I think. Interesting. Why is it just because they're all so like weird and fruity and well shitty? You know, these days? not even it's not even that. But you know, some of these. You know, I'm an IPA drinker. I know it's cliche. Blah blah blah. But um, it's like you know, some of these beers have kind of perfected it now. You know, it's like you're. It's they're either kind of samey or a lot of them. It's like seven bucks for a pint of beer. 
Oh, well, that's... Well, you better not I mean, go to Chicago, then. That's normal here. <laughs> that's well, that's absolutely... vacation, you know? I don't yeah. mind on vacation, but when I'm sitting in my freaking small town drinking at the local brewery and it's seven bucks a pint... Yeah, but it's not PBR. I mean, what are you paying for a pint of PBR? Four bucks? No, probably like two fifty, three bucks. Really? Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, dude. You've you forgotten. It's time for you to come back. Shoot some more guns. Was that for a bottle or a pint on draft? Or are you just talking about like a bottle of PBR or something? Yeah, maybe two fifty, three bucks. Same. About okay. the same. Wow. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, seven it's bucks is man. normal here. I mean, that's normal. You know, in happy hour might be five, maybe, but seven bucks is normal. Dude, we went to a place after work on Friday. We went to a went to a new place with some of the guys from work, and um, they had my favorite Bellhaven, uh, the Scotch Ale. They had that on draft, and we ordered that, and he served it to me in this like little chintzy like twelve ounce tulip glass. Oh yeah, because it's too strong. And no, it's it's like five percent. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? This this shouldn't come in a it's glass like eight, this small. It's like eight bucks. You're paying I, for the glass, right? And he's like, and he's like, well, this is how we serve it because it tastes better that way. I'm like, no, you're serving it this way because you get more out of the keg. And so you're, you're telling the same me price. that that a glass glass that's shaped different from a different glass glass tastes better? That's apparently what they what they said. I can't so. believe you didn't punch that guy right in the nose. <laughs> well, I wanted in my drink, so <laughs> lying, <laughs> lying to your face. Yeah, I mean, come on, I'm I'm no scientist, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express once, and I know that that's BS. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Neil, we've gotten we've gotten very uh, unpunk here in our first fifteen minutes, which yeah, is prone you know. prone to happen. Hey, what so can, listen, what can you do? if you want to get a hold of us to complain or not to complain, uh. You know, a lot of people say it's like hanging out with two guys at a bar, and that's certainly what it's been like so far. So, if you want to get a hold of us, of course, Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail and Punk Till I Die Podcast on Facebook. You should like the podcast on Facebook, and then you should join our little group where we pretty much just spend all day at work screwing around and breaking each other's balls. Yeah, and just put them that's in the stupid... Punk Till I Die Podcast group. On Facebook, yeah. Stupid, uh, yes. putting in stupid pictures of bad tattoos and records we've bought and. Sure you know, enough, whatever. Records, yes. Yeah, it's good stuff. But um, actually, I want to give a shout out a second to you. You met Jason. You met Jason from Illuminated Brew Works Brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our only sponsor so far. Yeah. Well, um, reach out to us for sponsorship opportunities. Shockingly cheap. <laughs> he had he had um his his brewery. They've actually moved locations. So they're actually a lot closer to me now in Edison Park. And uh, he invited us over there on Sunday. And we went over there at some part of the afternoon, and they're going to actually be opening up a tap room pretty soon. Nice. So we went in there and will set, that set be up the open bar. next time I'm in Chicago. It will be, yeah. He's supposed to open this next weekend, I believe, depending on the licensing okay. and stuff. So uh, it will nice. be. And he had us in there, and he gave us some of their beers, and it's very cool. And uh, skateboards and shit hanging on the wall, and it was it was excellent. So thanks, Jason, and uh, yeah, good luck with it all. And uh, buy Illuminated Brew Works stuff if you can if you can find it. So there you go. Time for that punk till I die beer. Well, dude, we All actually right. we actually talked about that, so that might not be as far away as you think. So uh, it needs to cro- it needs to taste like a cross between PBR and lemonade seltzer. <laughs> All right, <laughs> my two favorite things. No All right. sir. <laughs> Listen, we're going to do something today, Neil. That's probably not wise. We are Again? going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk. What's that? Again? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're well, going to do something that's illegal in most southern states. No, we are going to talk about upcoming shows. Something oh. we did like 18 months ago. Yep. And it's been haunting and us ever since. Out, people reach out to us sometimes and said, boy, listening to those 
shows where you guys were sort of still we didn't know what was going on with the pandemic we were all still sort of laughing about it was is like knowing that there's a car accident has come yeah yeah i mean i think in one of them i was like aha i've got a cough i've got covid ha 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 <laughs> yeah yeah exactly although in episode we played all songs that had sick in the title that yeah the we did that's right yep, yep yep that's right we are nothing if not we are nothing if not classy well, listen. So we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to talk about whatever other nonsense we feel like. But first, let's let's open with the song. Do you want to go first, or shall I go first? No, no, you go first with your strange selections today. But it's very eclectic. But there is a, a method to my madness. So, and I will explain why I picked this later. But I'm going to play a Zero Boy song that's actually not from Vicious Circle. So the Zero Boys like made a second album after Vicious Circle in the early, maybe pushing towards mid '80s, but early '80s. Um, after they toured a bunch, and it was kind of a little bit slowed down, but it was a great, great record, along much in the same ilk as Vicious Circle. Um, so this is actually the first song on it. And, and anyway, it, it ended up coming out later on cassette called uh, "The History of the Zero Boys." Um, right. It's available on it's available on LP now, CD, whatever you can you can get. It's uh, Secret Canadian, a little weird record label out of uh, Lafayette, I think, somewhere now, in Indiana. Now, were these demos or early no, Zero no, Boys demos fully, or something? They're probably at least as well produced as the LP. Okay. Not not overproduced or anything, but no, it's this this was a legitimate release, but they broke up and put out what would have been their second album on cassette. And maybe put some like EP tracks or something. It's like a sixteen, seventeen track album or something. Okay. But yeah, it's called the History of the History of the Zero Boys. Pretty uh, pretty easy to get still. So anyway, this was the first track, it's called Drive In. What fun, what fun, what fun. <laughs> That was drive-in by the Zero Boys. Um, gosh, drive-ins, drive-ins, I think, are a very uh, specifically American thing. I don't think any of our right. European listeners will uh, they'll know what a drive-in is because they've seen it like in movies and shit. But uh, at least when I was growing up, we certainly didn't have any drive-ins in uh, in England. We were lucky to have movie theaters at all, or well, cinemas, as we would call them. So we still have one here. Within uh, when you were here last time, we went out to a lake shore town called Muskegon. Yeah, it was nice. Then- we had dinner out, out on the patio in Lake Michigan, right? Um, there is a drive-in movie theater in that town still. It, they, ten years ago or something, they're like, oh, we're going to close this up. And everybody freaked out, and now it's it's still going strong. Like ten years later, they decided not to close it. And the problem with the drive-thru movie, Neil, for people of our ilk, 
is that the first movie doesn't start till dark. Right. And then the second movie comes out. I mean, it's like, I, don't, I can't, probably can't even make it through the first movie. <laughs> yeah, these days we will be falling asleep halfway, <laughs> halfway through the exactly. opener, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. granted, your car is not as comfortable as your couch, but still. Now, do they still put the, like, speakers and stuff? They have a little portable speaker they put in your car or whatever? Or is that... Is, I is think that... you tune to, like, an AM radio station. Oh, on your radio. They, okay, on your radio. They have, gotcha. like, a low watt. I, I haven't been for years. My wife yeah. and I went a few times. I don't think... Like, I don't think I ever went with my kids. Hmm. But uh, it is a very know, it, it is it is a very American thing, and if you watch the movie Grease, if you're a fan of that, like I am, then mm-hmm. obviously the drive-in is prominently featured when uh, Danny and Sandy kind of break up. Oh, yes. Yeah, one it's, of Mrs. Trauma's one of Mrs. Trauma's favorite films. Well, we'll have to bond over that because it's one of my favorite films too. Absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, you girl, you, you girls can talk about that. That'll be great. <laughs> I'll drink I, seltzer. I can. I'll drink see. my seltzer while you girls talk about musicals. No, it's actually very interesting because I'll ask her which one of her favorite of the T Birds was, and she'll and I'll tell her which one of my favorites of the Pink Ladies was, you know, so we can compare notes. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> listen, I don't think I don't think you want to talk about this, but I'm going to poke this bear because, um, I I mean, you you and I have a chat group with a bunch of like I'm the only American in the group, and most of the rest of them are British, and yes, I sir. knew, and when. When I saw the score of the Euro final soccer oh, game, I did not watch it. Oh, son of a bitch, it. bringing this up. I, I did not watch it. I did not care. I couldn't care less. I re- really couldn't care less, honestly. But I saw that e the uh, that Italy had won three to two. So I went on our little group chat and I said, "Italy?" Question mark. What the hell? Question mark. <laughs> and then like you guys just, I watched you guys go to town for like fifty plus messages while I just sort of, I was like the kid who pulled the fire alarm. Well, and just sort of stood there and watched everyone run out in horror. Well, that wasn't really the score. I mean, I don't know if you if you know exactly what happens or how those tournaments like finish up. If it's because it was tied one one in regulation, right? And then they wow, go to a real, thir- a real bar. That's considered a very <laughs> exciting game, one to one. Yeah, and then they and then they go to thirty minutes of overtime, or ex- extra time, I should say. Um, and it was still one one. So then they go to because they have to decide it that day even though I'd actually prefer if it went to a replay. But um, they actually go to penalty kicks. So it's like a penalty shootout, yep. like, in, like, in, like in hockey. So each team takes five, yes. you know, and it's the best of five or whatever. So um, so Italy won so it. So Italy got two, and, you, and England only got one. Other way. Uh, they, Italy got three, and we got two. I'm sorry, Italy, Italy yeah. got two. And... Yeah, Italy got three, and we got two. So we missed three in a row. We missed our last three, <laughs> which was fantastic. So... Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't blame the penalty takers. I blame the coach. Put in, he put in ringers. He thought like 120 minutes right at the end of overtime. He put in two guys stone cold because he thought they would be good for the penalties. But of course, they went in stone cold, and guess what? Mm. They missed both their penalties. So mm. it was it was all on the coach. I, I don't care what John and those guys say. The coach had a really deep. deep he should have. I don't know. I don't know if he should be fired. So, so but... normally, normally in this situation. These soccer hooligans would get drunk and beat up on their fellow countrymen who support different teams. So, what do you do when the when the paisans win? Oh my God, are you are you joking? You well, still beat you still beat each other up, or no? You... They beat up the no, they beat up the Italian uh, the uh, opposition fans, the opposition countries fans. But it doesn't happen in England too much. But if England, well, I mean, but 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 I mean, is there lots of it? Italy fans in the UK? Well, there wouldn't be, and that's what I'm saying. So that doesn't normally happen so much for games domestically in the UK. But if England are playing away from home, like if England are playing in France or Spain or Italy, and the England fans have been drinking all day, then it's uh, it's open game right there. 
Cause so where was where was this game? This was in England. This was in London. Hmm. It was in London, so uh, it was almost like a home game for England, right? So, uh, so there wouldn't makes it that much worse. Yeah, but there wouldn't have really been any trouble. But if this game had been played in Italy or Spain or something, I can guarantee probably not as much as there was in the eighties. The eighties was when the hooliganism was at its peak, um, but there would still have been trouble just because people have been drinking all day, and hmm. uh, you know. So well, so yeah, that's that. Yeah. Listen. So, what do you after you? You Sunday afternoon, you're drowning your sorrows. You're drinking what? You're drinking Guinness, and you're and you're listening to what? Well, I was I was actually like the I said, business, it, Cox Bar, Cockney Rejects. Well, it's funny to? you say that because because I, you know what? I'm going to play this. I'm going to play this. Thank you for putting this into my head because the business have an album called Hardcore Hooligan. Yep. And okay, so the coach of the English side is a guy called Gareth Southgate. Uh, Gareth Southgate. Try saying that fast okay. five times. And he famously, in the 1996 Euros, when he was playing for England, he famously missed a penalty that would have taken us to the next round. Oh, I know this song. So, I know this song so fast, well. so fast forward. So fast forward, uh, what would that be, uh, 20, 24 years? Um, he's That'd the coach of the team. 25 years, Neil. 25 years. Well, this would have been Euro 2020, though. It was put back a year because of COVID. So I mean, officially, it's still it's, 2021, though. I mean, it, well, if, you, you can't, it, it is, but officially, it's still called Euro, Euro 2020. That was the official name wow. of this Only in England could they hold the whole year back. They, <laughs> they still think they're the center of the freaking universe. Anyway, go ahead. Son of a bitch. Um, but anyway, so fast forward 25 years. There you go. And uh, he's the coach of the team. And um, he, is de- he, deci- well, he decides who the penalty takers are, and he fucks us again. So, so anyway, yeah. So the business have a song about him, right? Called yep. uh, is it called is it called Southgate? I know it's got like a chain. Penalty, dead boys, wherever you may be. I know. I mean, that's it, right? That's well, the, well, the, the chorus is you cunt, I believe. <laughs> oh, Neil. Maybe you, I, you know, maybe you missed that bit. <laughs> once again, I'm trying to do a family show here. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so the album's called Hardcore Hooligan, and I am yeah. going to play Southgate. It was a collection of soccer songs. It was actually not like a like an LP, right? Wasn't it just a, like a collection of their soccer stuff? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a compilation, yeah. So it's, there's like 12 tracks on it. It's brilliant, too. Yeah. I absolutely love that. It's actually almost my favorite business album. Not quite, but mm-hmm. almost. Um, one of Because this is one of the bright points. So I'm going to play, um, I'm going to call it Audible, because this wasn't on my list. But uh, thank you for bringing it up. And this is The Business with Southgate, Euro 96.
So there, the business with that beautiful song dedicated to uh, Mr. Southgate called uh, Southgate Euro 96. <laughs> I love that mm. song. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Because they don't hide their thoughts about him at all. So there you go. Are you sad you brought the whole thing up now? No, not at all. <laughs> I, because I know we have a lot of English guys that have strong opinions about this and a lot of Americans who are totally indifferent. So, But, you know, most even the Americans who are indifferent like to listen to you rant. Well, what I what I thought was interesting was usually because we we were chatting with Richard and John about it, right? Yeah. And there'd even been talk of because England got this far and it, it was their first final in fucking fifty five years or some shit um, that the coach should be given some kind of award. And uh, my thought was that's what he's paid to do. He's paid to get them to the final of tournaments. That's why he's paid hundreds of thousands of pounds. And that is a complete loser mentality if you if you award somebody for getting beat in the final. That just doesn't seem like a thing that a well, and, team and the should fact do. Is, like these American uh, athletes and coaches will have a clause in their contract. If we get this far, we get this much. If he doesn't have this, you can give a guy a bonus. No, they, no. The Queen was given. No, the, get this. They wanted the Queen to give him an award, like a knight, like a knighthood, like you'd be Sir Gareth oh, Southgate. Oh, like a peerage. Yeah, yeah. How fucking stupid is that? Like the, again, that's his job. That's what he should be mm-hmm. expected to do. And this isn't Iceland. We have the biggest uh, soccer league in the world. We we should be getting to the final of tournaments every time. So anyway, mm. take we, that Iceland. Ouch. Take that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> population of like 100,000 or whatever and they've all got heads it, it like is, seals you know, it is such, and I know we've <laughs> talked about football before on here but it is such a strange phenomenon I know there are there are a lot of American fans I'm sorry are, I'm sorry I, I, we don't have any Icelandic listeners because I just said they all have heads like seals for some reason <laughs> I, missed that. I, missed I, don't, that. I don't know why I let that slip out but there you go <sighs> I'm sorry you, you, were, you were saying you were saying about the sports in the US or something I don't know <laughs> I actually yes. reverted to, like, when I was in grade school, we had to do this art project where we had to take a picture out of a magazine and then write a poem about it. Hmm. And uh, I, I found this picture in, like, a Time magazine. I didn't know that it was, like, an expose, but it was these seals out on the beach. Mm-hmm. And this, like, these guys creeping up behind them with what looked like these giant, like, 10-foot-long baseball bats. Oh, no. So my poem, I, I don't remember the whole poem, but I remember the first four lines were, I love my job killing seals. I love the way it makes me feel. I love to hear their heads go splat. <laughs> and I hit them with my baseball bat. What the fuck is the matter Take with that, you? Iceland. I, th- I thought that was going to go completely the opposite way. And we were going we to get sensitive, cool. Tom. I swear I got in more trouble in art class than I did anywhere else because I always was making these weird collages. But anyway. <laughs> Dude, are you, are you going to be a serial killer? I mean, when am I going to start? <laughs> yeah, you had late actually. I'm, I, I'm honestly, I'm past my prime. But I have to, to admit, but I, but I have to admit that poem didn't go the way I expected to it at all. I expected it to be kind of sensitive and leave the seals really? alone kind of thing. Well, yeah, as a kid, I, I mean, now I know how you would feel, but as a kid, I thought you might be sensitive, Tom. But I, I guess you know, I'm not. a Midwesterner. When I was five years old, my dog ran away. My dad went out and got it and shot it and buried it in my backyard. Why? Why did he go to the bother of getting it back and then shooting it? Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Let it run amok in other people's yards? Well, why didn't they just let it... L- yes, I guess. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not overly sentimental. He, he, t- he taught that dog a lesson. He'll never do that again, damn it. Even though I must say my beloved Sheena is getting really old, and I don't know that she's going to be with us for another year, and it just started to tug on my heartstrings a little bit. Yeah, she's a lovely she's a lo- lovely dog. Lovely dog, that. Yeah, she's getting old. She stinks. She can't hardly drag herself around anymore. So do but, you. you know, yeah, exactly. I'm old, I stink, and I can hardly drag myself around anymore. Hopefully somebody will have the courtesy to, you know, inject me or shoot me in the head at some point. Oh boy, this didn't this you know, show, this show this show didn't go like we expected it to at all. Oh, didn't it? But what? Yeah. What? Oh, okay. So we're going to talk about the shows we're going to, or I think so. I think that was our that was our sensible I'll tell you what, topic. Let's, let's I believe. take a real. You want to real briefly before I play another song? You want to real briefly talk about the punk rock bowling after shows because we've we've let everybody know we will be at punk rock bowling. Neil's ginormous suite is going to be the party headquarters. <laughs> Yes, holy shit. We got a stripper pole, there's a little swimming pool in there, it's the whole the whole thing. The I mean, whole thing I'm, I'm be disappointed now if I go in and it's a, just a regular room. <laughs> it's basically the it's the same suite that Tom Jones stays in, I assume. <laughs> Tom Jones and his enormous wang. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have an enormous wang? That's what Elvira said. He took Elvira's uh virginity and she had to go to the hospital afterwards. Wow. Yeah, how's that for a story? Man, I wish that's amazing. Yeah. Huh. I heard her talking Elvira, about that. that Howard Stern, like, I think, on one time. That must have been like 1958 or something. Elvira was like 80 years old, didn't she? <laughs> I guess. Mm. Those big old pushed-up titties, yeah. <laughs> that that natural-looking black-dyed hair. <laughs> she looks like Jerry only. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe, uh, I better, maybe I better play another song before we do this. <laughs> Get back on track. So, last... last so a lot of times I go record shopping on Sundays, Neil. Like yes. every third Sunday or something, I go record shopping. But my buddy, my a good old friend of mine, works at the record shop that I that I go to all the time, Vertigo Music, Grand Rapids. If you're in town to try our many beers, you should definitely go hit Vertigo if you're a record shopper. Next time you're in town, we will certainly go there. Um, but uh, I went on a Monday for once because he works on Monday nights, but Monday night's not a very good night for me to go. So I picked up a few things. And this is the only thing I'm going to play tonight that's not a show that I'm hoping to catch in the next couple months. So this is a this is actually an old East Coast crossover band uh, called Crumb Suckers. Hmm. Um, back in the day, there was a label called Combat that put out a lot of really cool thrash stuff um, in the mid '80s, mid late '80s, and they kind of I think they went under, and then somebody revived it a few years ago. So they're kind of reissuing a lot of these classic uh, classic hardcore or hardcore kind of thrashy crossover album so anyway this is from the crumb suckers first album which is called life of dreams and this song is called bullshit society Even though that's in the penitentiary, I'm not going to 
drum suckers there with bullshit society so did you buy the album or did you find the seven inch or something i no, i bought the, the reissued album okay and beautiful orange mm. a color you don't see a ton so were they a long going band or did they you know split I up i don't know if they were around a long time or not okay. but they were definitely like a mid to late 80s kind of Probably a little more, a little too on the metal side for you, but uh, mm-hmm. cool band. I continue to sneak metal content in. You do. Yes. We've had well, we we played a Venom song, right? And we had those metal guys that were playing the punk band. So yeah, four. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so you want to speak briefly about the punk rock bowling club shows? Well, should we talk about that, or should we talk about other shows we have, and then finish with Why the not? PRB shows? Why don't we do that first? Why don't we do PRB first? Okay. Well, since neither one told, of us are going to any. Well, we've already told everyone we're going to be there. The first couple they announced actually kind of left me cold. Yeah. So for people that don't know what those are, um, so Punk Rock Bowling is obviously three full days of bands, right? But then they have other bands will play who aren't on the main bill. But they'll play like after shows at small clubs, right? So other touring bands or whatever will be. So then they'll have some really really good lineups. So some of them there was probably like twelve of them I would say. Does that sound right, Tom? I think it was sixteen. Okay, um, at different clubs around the city, you know, maybe like, you know. So the so the actual music festival is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So the club shows will actually start Thursday night, and go through Sunday night. Yeah, but, so it's like this is like four shows a night at different clubs and stuff, right? Yeah, you can basically go to the main festival and then go to a club show each night, right? If you they, if I you have this if you have the stamina. <laughs> well, the main stage because the main stage goes from maybe two to ten or something ten ten fifteen, and then the other shows go from like eleven to two. Yes. So I knew that was going to be an issue for you just because <laughs> you are a early to bed, early to rise kind of guy. I am. That's very true. Yeah, I go to bed. I normally first off falling asleep about about ten. So some of these shows, I probably could have gone to bed and then come in, you know, woke up at four and still gone to the show. And people would still be there drinking, kind of thing. So well, the the other issue. So there was a couple issues for me. So I didn't. Neither of us got any tickets to either of these shows. The there was two issues for me. One, I had that wedding on Saturday, so I'm on the country trying to like get reception on my phone i couldn't and i think they went on sale like two o'clock p.m yeah someone like two or two or two or three p.m and because the club shows there's very few tickets right i think it was one pacific so it would have been like four my time three your time that's right i wasn't really available so i was kind of like scrolling through facebook or whatever watching them sell out but the other issue is i'm going with my wife and my buddy scott we're taking our wives along so I was kind of wrestling with it anyway, because I'm like, okay, we're going to go in the pool in the early part of the day. We'll have lunch. We'll go to the pool. And then we'll go to the show at 2 o'clock in the afternoon or whatever. And then I'm going to go to another show after that till 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I kind of felt I had a little. So anyway, the bottom line, Neil, by sort of dragging my feet, cost me a chance to go to any of these shows. Well, no, because some of them are still not sold out. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, man. You actually, you actually don't have that excuse. So let's just talk about a couple of them. So the first one, and this looked like actually maybe one of the best, 
was on the Thursday before we before the show even before uh, PRB even starts, right? Because we get there on the Thursday, and there was some yeah. shows Thursday night, um, which I thought would be the most convenient for me to get out to, honestly. And they actually look like the two best ones. Now I look at them. One was Dillinger Four, Teenage mm-hmm. Bottle Rocket, and Get Dead. That's a damn get good dead, show. Get Dead, your favorite. Yeah, at the, at the Fremont Country Club, and then another one that night was the Adolescents, Peg Boy, and MIA. So that's the one for me. Both of those, both of those were damn good, but both of those. That's that's sold the out. one for me because I, I I've seen Adolescence once, yeah. seen Pegboy twice, but I've never seen MIA. I don't. Do you know them? They're like they were actually I, I do, think yeah. from Vegas. I do. I I know them. I I can remember their. I think was it called Murder in a Foreign Place or something. There. That was it. Album. That was their yeah. big album. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, or I, you could be like me, Neil, and get the CD on Alternative Tentacles, which has everything they ever recorded on it. See. <laughs> I know we've talked about that before, but why would you want to yes. do that? I just wouldn't want to do that. There's just too many fucking songs. Well, I would just throw it the, away. You can't get the individual vinyl for any kind of reasonable price. Uh, I'd still be looking for that. But anyway, there was a third show on the Thursday, and this one actually really interested me because this was almost like an all-star show, right? It was all old guys. It was DI, yeah. but they also had like Cheetah Chrome, uh, Rat Scabies, um, some guy who plays without a man. Some guy, yep. uh, Elvez. Um, Wasn't there somebody like from even like the Squeeze or something like some mainstream band? Um, I'm not sure about that. I'm not seeing anybody like that. But do 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 do. I remember you said. See now, you you thought that looked appealing. I I think it could be really good or it could be horrible because it's all these freaking geezers that don't normally play together, and maybe it'd be great. Maybe it'd be like okay, it's Rat Scabies, Elvez. Cheetah Chrome, uh, Adamant, the guy from Adamant. I gotta blow this up, dude. My eyes are too bad. Some guy from Masters Straits. of Reality. Hale, Hale Lindy's from Dire Straits. Where am I? Where's that? I'm not seeing that on the bill at all. Well, I'm looking at the flyer. Oh, for is that he, show. oh he's under he's under the sold out thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's why I yeah, can't see Cheetah it. Chrome's at top. And yeah. Rat Scabies with the top billing. So yeah, that could be good or it could be bad. Yeah. I would definitely go see the adolescents just because that's the most and DI is playing that show too, which Yeah, is DI good. is playing that show with the Zeros, who are good too. So I'm more surprised gets. Zero. Yeah. They were they were seventy seven the LA band. I think they were all Hispanic as a matter of fact. Hmm. I so I do have there's a potential potential contact for one of these shows, which I won't spoil, so I know you know I never ask for anything for free, but mm-hmm. you know the fact of the matter is maybe there's a guest list out there for something. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. See, and the nice thing about this uh, that last one was because it's geezers, it doesn't go till two o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it only goes till one. <laughs> yeah, but Di plays at ten thirty, so I could I could handle that. So so I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna actually gonna put you on the spot really quick here, yes, Neil. Rat Scabies. What should should he be on the Punk Till I Die podcast? Yes, but I don't know what we would talk to him about, to be honest. We talked to him about the same stuff we talked to each other about, the weather. <laughs> yeah, tang up in five minutes. I, yes, for sure, of course we should. He's a he's a punk rock legend, but um, I don't know. I just don't know how much about the damned he'll want to talk about. I don't know. I mean, the damned have formed and broken up again so many times. I don't, know. I don't even know what the status is now. He only together? wants to talk about like his new spoken word project. Well, I think he's doing. Some, what did I see today? He's doing some new project. He does with, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. He's done a million things. Yeah, I saw that today. He's doing something with somebody I can't remember who it was, but it was someone very unlikely. Oh, yeah, he was doing something with Nick Lowe. Nick Lowe looks like he's about mm. about ready to pop his clogs. 
Um, I can he, name about two Nick Lowe songs. Yeah, but he does, which look, I like. He doesn't look well because he must be. I mean, he was old back in '77. Nick Lowe he was like 50 yeah, then. He was, so. Yeah, he was pre-punk, really. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll t- we will work on Rat Scabies before PRB, so he can tell us what they're going to do at PRB. Okay. Well, there you go. But and then bag it, and then we'll bag him to get us backstage and get us like yes, let's because we don't have tickets. Well, so 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 which of these other uh, pre-shows were you interested in? I think there was only a couple more I was particularly interested in, and I think so you and me will be the same. And it's and it's you know it's it's typical of me the eighties you know hardcore mm-hmm. type stuff and punk <laughs> stuff. On Saturday night, let me see the f- exact lineup. Uh, MDC Millions of Dead Cops was playing. Oh, with verbal I, abuse. All right. Yeah, with verbal abuse. Yeah, another yeah. one. See, another band that I've never seen. Uh, verbal abuse, and I wonder, is that Nikki Sicky or is that the second guy? Or I think is it's it... probably the second guy, but I tell you what, we might have a link to get Nikki Sicky on the show. So, well, we should make that happen. Yeah, we should make that happen. Uh, yeah, we definitely should. And the other ones, like, there's, you know, there's a hardcore show, there's a, a Madball with H2O, but that's, like, something I could see in a club here. That one's um, not sold out, by the way. If you want to go to that, you can that. still go to that. <laughs> Did you see the other one's not sold out? Lord Jane Grace, which kind of surprises me. Uh, uh, Mariachi El Bronx. Does it surprise you, you really? Lunachicks. Huh. Oh, look at that. Crazy All in the, the Brains are playing that Laura Jane Grace show. How about that? Is that right? Yeah, I guess well, we know think that would push it over the top. Yeah. <laughs> about one well, person will go to that. It is funny because the shows that are left are like the least punk of the shows. Uh, the Slackers, which surprised me because I'm, you know, I'm not a big ska fan, but I know the Slackers are quite popular. Um, Laura Jane Grace, which... You know, I'm a big Against Me fan, but I don't know anything about her solo stuff. Right. Um, Mariachi, El Bronx, and Scott, Scott Light's Madball. Yeah, none of those are... Because, like, there's a smaller show, like Bishop's Green is playing. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. well, but, that one, that one yep. sold out, though, didn't it? The Bishop's Green one is yep, sold out. Yeah, it's all sold yeah. out. So the other one that appealed to me was the... All Ox, the Well, the All Oxnard show. Oh, yeah, that was Saturday. That sold out, unfortunately. That one sold out. Yeah, Dr. No, Ill Repute, False Confession, Stalag 13. Yeah. So that'd have been cool. See, well, that, listen, man, you, uh, that one you, called, been, you th- called John up from you called John up from uh, Stalag Thirteen and beg, just beg. Well, and Stalag Thirteen play early too; they're first on, so we yeah. could we'd be out of there by eleven, and you know, back in back in. Dude, day. I'm not going to home before Doctor No plays Doctor Freeze. Dude, you stay until two o'clock in the morning Mr. to hear that Freeze, one song, Mister Freeze. Yep, exactly. That's what mm, I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll be I'll have been sleeping for three hours by then. Well, it doesn't matter because it looks like we're going to be done by 10 or so on the main <laughs> stage. <laughs> yeah, we'll be watching some Elvis impersonator somewhere. You know, that'll be fine. I'll, I'll grab Mrs. Trauma for a late – we'll go have a late dinner, you know, after maybe or something. And we'll be good. Maybe we'll have a few more drinks. Don't grab go a to bed, hard, you freak. They haven't announced the pool parties yet, which I am planning to hit. We're staying at the hotel with the pool parties. So. Oh, hold on. I think they did, my friend. I think you're wrong about that. Mm. Because they said some of these in the pool, of the pool parties are at night, I believe. No, they're they're at eleven o'clock in the morning. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, because one one of these, like the Mariachi El Bronx, says the pool stage. So I don't know if that's okay. a pool party. But that's not the pool. No, the pool parties you don't have to buy tickets for. Okay, so pool stage is something different then. Okay. So you so at, at the hotel we're staying at between I think it's between eleven and one they do the pool parties. Okay, well we I think you might little... I, I think you might be surprised because this says at the downtown Grand Hotel and Casino. Live from the pool stage, and it's eleven and one, but it's eleven at night and one in the morning. Well, I know there's, I know they have pool parties. Neil, trust me. No, they do, but I'm saying I think you're wrong about the time. I think it's eleven p.m. to one a.m., not eleven a.m. to one p.m. The main, they do them before the main stage shows. So I guess that's something else. So that's yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know what that is, but that's something else. Anyway, we'll see what happens. But we actually had got a little inside information about some another band that's playing oh. that we're not allowed to say. We did? And they haven't been announced at the club show, so I assume it's going to be a pool show. And if so, that would be a great band to play at the pool show. So we'll see. Oh, right. I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. We will uh, We will enjoy that very much. Anyway. So who, who are you looking most forward to seeing at Punk Rock Bowling, the actual event itself? Um, all the headliners. Um, Devo, Circle Jerks. Um, I have never seen uh, Youth Brigade. There's some, like, middle middle of the bill bands like uh, uh gorilla biscuits never seen so there's actually a handful i don't have it in front of me right now but i'm just honestly dude i'm looking forward to the experience i'm looking forward to go sit in the sun maybe drink too much try to keep my tan going for an extra month uh <laughs> meet up with some uh your are english you don't tan obviously but we're gonna you know meet up with uh we have at least a handful of people that i know of uh who listen to this show that are gonna be there so yeah it, it's i'm just looking forward to the entire experience yeah i think it's gonna be good yeah i'm looking forward to see devo those old geezers i'm looking like i said i'm looking forward to the whole thing yeah the english beat i'm looking forward to as well i think that'll be good that could be cool yep and so. babe babe patrol i have no idea what they sound like but i just like the name there you go all right <laughs> listen play us another song um okay yeah it is my turn okay so this is leading into what we're going to talk about next is uh gigs that i have coming up in the near future before punk rock bowling and after actually um but in two weeks actually no it's in like 10 days or something like that 11 days i go and see mast intruder so i am going to play um off of uh i think that one of the last eps they did um this is going to be Masked Intruder with First Star Tonight. Do you know that song? Um, maybe. Okay. Well, it's a lot of fun and very, very catchy. Catchy, catchy than herpes. How's that? Um, mm. So, yeah, Masked Intruder with uh, First Star Tonight. Yeah. 
Best Intruder there with First Star tonight. Um, and that is off. It's, it's the... funny because I'm singing, I'm singing First Star tonight, but I'm singing in my head to the tune of Heart Shaped Guitar. So maybe I don't know First it. First Star tonight. Um, it is off uh, the Love and Other Crimes EP from 2016. Oh, I do have that. I do have that. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one, actually. That's that's a really good one. It came out right after the second album, I believe. See, I, I don't feel like you and I are really... Yeah, that was, they put out two full lengths and they put that out. Um, I don't feel like you and I are actually on the same page necessarily with Mass Intruder. Because I really, really like their first album. But man, it's been diminishing returns ever since. I think you have me. to give them a chance. I think you do. I think you have to play them more than more than the. It's not as snappy and catchy as their first album, but the the, the songwriting is really really good. Mm. On those latest, stuff. I mean, even, even on the third s- album, you know. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna make it down next or next weekend, but I mean, I would. I I still like them. I just don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't love them. I wonder if they sort of painted themselves into a corner. They did. They sure like, did. And I and actually, I'm kind of interested to see because the last show they played was that one I went to, which was uh, just before Christmas 2019. And um, you hear that, Neil? PBR. I did. I did. Um, and I'm wondering if they do the same the same shtick, you know, with Officer whatever is the Bob Brady whatever oh yeah 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 is. the Officer Bradford yeah, yeah Officer Bradford I'm wondering if they do the same stick or if they've changed it up a bit because hopefully they've changed it up a bit because they've been doing that for like three years so yeah um, I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what you mean by that but I know they do the Officer Bradford stick and I know they did it when I saw him last which I think I've only seen him a couple times he gets, um, he gets up on stage and he's got his fanny pack on and he says I've got something for you the crowd and he pulls out his finger and stuff and by the end, he's shirtless. Yeah, he's shirtless, getting passed around and stuff, which is funny. But I've seen it. It's like the, it's like Mike Ness doing his whole. This one goes, you know, with the old guys. There wouldn't have been any scene, but this one goes out to the young kids for carrying it on, and he brings a kid up on Sometimes stage. Sometimes we had to fight, and he's been doing yeah. that for he's been doing that for fifteen fucking years. So uh, you know, still we it love gets, him. It gets a bit. Oh, we do, but that, it gets a little old, you know, when you've seen it numerous, numerous mm-hmm. times. So anyway, yeah, I have Mast Intruder. They're playing. Um, they're playing actually a free street festival. They're playing Wicker Park Fest. I think the mm-hmm. weekend after next. So when you saw them, so I know at least some of the shows they actually had a woman playing bass. Yes, that's uh, uh, because I, they were saying because the actual bass player was in jail. I don't know if that was shtick or you know, be, you know, was taking his finals at MIT or what. But um, was was it the woman playing bass when you saw him? It was. It was purple and yellow was in prison supposedly, and we and we you know sent some wishes out to to yellow. Um, and but yeah, she is purple. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts so, and prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. So um, yeah, she is purple, and she's she's really good. So we'll see who's in the band now. We'll see if they uh, if they still have purple or. If I mean, they have I guess a that is the player. advantage, right? Like anybody other than the guy who sings, you can kind of just like yeah. Well, of course, the gr- guitar player is the one with the kind of does a lot of the talking, right? Yeah, and they have that fake Brooklyn accent or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They're from um, freaking Madison. They're from Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it it seems a little bit silly, but um, and Green's podcast is just god awful. Sorry is to it? say it, but it's it. yeah, because he does it in shtick, and it's just not it's just not good. Well, um, we should have him come on here and tell him. Um, <laughs> I know you're very territorial with podcasting, so no, but it's like just do it, just do it normal. We don't you don't need to do that shtick all the time. We I mean we get it, but you know we're like. Uh, we're like the Peaky Blinders of podcasts. We're just going to show up and stab you and leave. And we'll slash you. Take all your money. Yeah, we'll slash you across the eyes. Yep. Exactly. exactly. With our razor blades and our bowling caps. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so yeah, so I got that show coming up. So they're playing uh, this free street festival. 
Um, probably, I'd guess, about 8 o'clock. And then after... so, that's, so that's like on a Thursday, right? Yeah, and then or after that, they play Beat Kitchen, which is my favorite venue in the city. So I'm hopefully going to see them at both. So we'll see so how is that, that is goes. So is that two nights in a row, or what is Same the... night. Same see, night. Oh, see, that's hard to call, because the early show is going to appeal to you being old. Because what is it, Thursday or Friday? Uh, hold on, I'm looking that up exactly to tell you exactly right now i believe they play on the 24th do 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 do, do. i'm trying to find it exactly uh, saturday do, 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 do. yeah they play the 24th so they play in the 24th which is 11 days right seven tuesday thursday friday saturday Yo, yeah saturday your calendar, your phone. let me see yeah yeah that's a friday friday no, i'm looking at december oops <laughs> we're good stick with us everybody <laughs> yes 24th is saturday yeah so, so they're playing a street fair and then they're playing a club the same night yes so this is the hmm. wicker park fast after party with mast intruder at uh, beat kitchen on the 24th at 10 p.m so, so um, this is i mean it's one of those things i know the the, the thought of going to a uh, see them for free is fun but club is always going to be better right exactly yeah but then it's... again streets earlier club will be late yeah, hmm. it says at ten o'clock. I don't know who else is playing. It's it's like fifteen bucks or something. It really isn't that expensive. Sure. So, How far is? I mean, Wicker Park is in what part of the city? It's north side. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's like no. I mean, it, it'll take me probably whew, half hour to get there tops. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. So I don't know. You know what? Let me look and see if there's anybody else playing Wicker Park Fest that night. I don't think there is that I'm particularly Blue, interested Blue in. Oyster Cult. They'll be playing Skokie Fest. They played Skokie Fest like two years ago, believe it or not. Taste of Skokie. Taste of Skokie, yeah. We got this year we got um oh shit. Matthew Sweet. Oh, I like Matthew Sweet. I'm coming down for that. What weekend? And uh it's in sep- early September, I believe. Hmm. Really? You you really like him? Cause I need you to be backing me up. You're my girlfriend. You know that song? Is he just going to play like, that solid for like an hour early and a half, 90s. like six times? That yeah, was I a, know the song, that yeah. girl, That girlfriend album was pretty great, and then they had one after that called, oh, Dinosaur. They had a dinosaur on the cover. I don't know. I like his first couple albums. I mean, I, I haven't, I've actually never seen them, and I wouldn't really necessarily go out of my way. But if I could, you know, get drunk and crash on your couch and watch him play i might that's, consider it dude that's fine no that would be that would be fun um and they also have another band that playing that i'd f- forgotten the name right now but i think they were kind of big in the 90s that you might know as well so were they was it fog hat the fog hat played last year <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> that you're naming all these bands yeah no well, well last year they must have canceled last year right oh yeah i'm sorry two years ago yeah fog hat played fog hat and we got two of that who's that band that do uh lowrider who was that war Oh, War, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they played two years ago, too. So we got Fog, Fog Hat and War. Slow ride. <laughs> Take it Take easy. It oh, so good. No, it's not. <laughs> so, it's funny, uh, you know, that was the, that was what they were playing on the classic rock radio station when I was a kid. I didn't realize I was only like 10 years old at the time. You know? Yeah. Um, it seemed like it was ancient. Now it's like 50 years old. Yeah, so uh, I, 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 hold on a second. Let me let me look here. So they, Oh, no. It's called, the, it's called the Skokie Festival of Cultures. No, it's not. That's something different. Oh, okay. That's something different. That ha- that actually happens. Good, like, that right, that, that actually happens in the park across from my house. You know that park right there across from my house. That's where that happens. Where all the crackheads hang out. Yes. 
Excellent. Um, Bring my kids. Okay, so I'm I'm incorrect. So Mast Intruder, this doesn't make any sense because Mast Intruder are playing. Boy, Wicca- Neil, this is you're right. This show really has digressed. It's officially Neil trying to figure out dates now. No, but at Wicker Park Fest, they're playing on the Friday. Okay. But they're playing the Wicker Park Fest after show on the Saturday. Well, that's a two-day festival, dude. Well, it is, but I thought they'd be playing the, the after-fest of them playing kind of thing. But okay, they're playing two two nights then. They're playing Friday with the Blind Staggers, who are really good, actually. I like them a lot. Heard of them. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to see them on, Wick, on the Wicker Park Fest on the Friday and then Big Kitchen on the uh, on the Saturday, unless they really suck on the Friday. <laughs> and then that won't go. Well, um, it's going to be – those outdoor shows are, you know, it, it, they're right. never that great, right? Right. Right on the Sunday, they're, they're playing on like a hay wagon in the middle of a freaking street. You know, <laughs> maybe in your maybe in your hick ass <laughs> town they are. Um, on the set on the set Sunday, these are other bands you might like, uh, Archers of Loaf. And why, why why are you insulting me like that? And the Smoking Popes. Now the what Smoking Popes are a Chicago band. I never yep. really got into them. A little too poppy for my taste, but yeah. um, pretty popular with a lot of people that we're definitely friendly with yeah have you heard of a bang of someone called rick wilson i have no idea who that is but he's headlining rick. on saturday rick wilson yeah i have not okay well he's headlining saturday so he'll be happy for, <laughs> for that endorsement he was the second he was the second keyboard player for the cars no i have no idea who that is rick wilson hmm, interesting huh that's now that's the wicker park fest that's the wicker park fest yes Yes. What about this damn Skogie Fest? All right, I'm looking at you know what I'm looking this up right now for you, buddy boy. Uh, I guess it's telling me it's not secure. The Ohio players on Friday. <laughs> uh, Ohio players well, on Friday. Political strategist Matthew Sweet and the <laughs> Verve Pipe on uh, on Saturday. Oh, my dudes, my my Grand Rapids dudes. There you go. Yeah, from Michigan. Yes, it says. Yeah, they're from Grand Rapids. Well, maybe you should come down to this show. I mean, I don't know them or anything. They were very famous, and I was a nobody. But, um, yeah, they uh, are not my favorite, but, you know. This is August 28th. Sure. I think, aren't you going to be an indie that weekend or something? I am not. Hmm. August 28th. But I was going to give that as an option to you as one of the weekends you should come down here. But that's right. All right. We'll figure it out. So we'll get we won't very... bore these folks. We won't bore these folks with all the minutia of our lives. It's all getting very. Oh, you know what? That's the weekend of Motoblot. Ah, so I will be seeing Necromantics probably. The plot, on that. the plot thickens yet again. Yeah, that's they maybe we go to it. Motoblot on maybe we go to Motoblot on Friday and Matthew Sweet on Saturday. Yes, you're very keen on Matthew Sweet for the one hit that he had. It's it's kind of interesting. I know it. No, I know a bunch of his songs. Like I said, I actually like like his first three albums. Actually, a All link right. a link here. His bass player um, was from Champagne, I believe. And I when I first started playing in McWilson, I was playing his bass. He had a uh, I can't even remember what brand bass it was, but it was unusual, and I liked it, and I was playing it on our first. So you can show. get us backstage. That's where I'm. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, he'll fucking yell right. at me for breaking his bass. <laughs> so okay, so you got that coming up. Is, is the next stuff stuff we're gonna do together? Um, I don't. I mean, know. do you have anything? Because we we got some August or stuff in October, definitely. Well, September is punk rock bowling, so we're doing that together. Yep, September is right? punk rock bowling. Yeah, I actually. I actually am looking forward to August. That is when I'm going to start going back to shows. Why? What's happening in August for you? Um, do you want to play another song? Or is it sure. my turn? No, it's your it's your turn, my friend. I played Mast Intruder. That's how we led That's down right. this fucking rabbit hole. That's right. Um, what else did I pick? Um, Sloppy seconds. The cheats. Oh yeah. So, 
so okay so this will all become clear later in a, in a minute here when we start talking about what's going up next but um i found this online it's not on any album i double check it's not on anything i have and i even have some like collections of oddball stuff i uh next time i'll go ba on this uh hope you enjoyed our second visit with them last episode it was good um, it? it was a good that was a good episode it was it was fun they actually did a cover of the great twisted sister song we're not going to take it so let's listen, let's listen to sloppy seconds. Like I said, I don't think this is available anywhere, other than floating out there in the uh, internet land. Other than here so, on on Punk Till exactly, I Die this podcast, is an, this, is an ex, this is an exclusive. Yeah, Punk Till I Die exclusive. Possibly, yes. possibly <laughs> exclusive. This is sloppy seconds, channeling a little bit of D. Snyder and Twisted Sister with "We're Not Gonna Take It."
there you go. We're not going to take it by the fabulous sloppy seconds. Yes, I wonder if they have to pay any royalties for that. But that's a no. That's a really good version, actually. I like that a lot. As long as we don't have to pay any royalties. Exactly, because um, we're not going to take it, Tom. Exactly. We well, just... and the reason I say that because so so I'm still hanging, holding out hope of making it to the Savage Mountain Fest. I think there's actually a pretty good chance I'm still going to make it over there. And they sloppy seconds is headlining the final night Saturday night. This is a three night festival. There's no way I'm going to make it on Thursday. I'll tell you that right now. But I'm still hoping maybe Friday, Saturday, or maybe just Saturday. So when is that? Uh, that like mid-August or something? It is mid-August. That okay. is like 13th, 14th, 15th or something like that. Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the middle of August. Um, and I really – I just think it looks like a lot of fun. It's a smaller festival. It's in a bar. I mean, Whereabouts it is, it? Is, it in, is it in Pittsburgh or something? It's in Cumberland, Maryland. It's like oh, an hour or right. two south of Pittsburgh. It's eight hours for me, Neil. Eight-hour okay. drive. Okay. Which is a lot, but yeah, it is. I do, I do kind of miss the old-fashioned road trips. Um, <laughs> For about the first hour, <laughs> yeah. after that, it's like holy so, shit. So once again, I, and we and we talked about this with BA, but on Thursday night, the headliners are Beatnik Termites from Baltimore, who are who are a fun kind of yep. doo-wop punk band. They are kind of have been dormant for like the last fifteen years, just like Termites um, are. <laughs> yeah, like cicadas. The Beatnik cicadas. To, there you go come back to bite you in the ass at the last minute um and then after that or the other the direct support is uh the jasons the jasons were okay. from west west virginia they uh, play killers. you know they wear the yes they wear the masks and uh we have a line on them we should probably have jason five on at some point but anyway another another topic for another day um and uh mcrad is or yeah mcrad is playing that day too which they're a weird band but they had some really cool stuff it was the uh skater what was it? which skater was it, neil do you remember uh, McRad, uh, Chuck Trees, I believe. Chuck Trees. Yes. Yep. African American skater. Yes. But they're kind of a mixed bag because they do like some like reggae tunes and stuff that don't do much for me, but they do some cool like skater punk eighty style skater punk stuff too. I wonder who. I wonder if Chuck Trees is even still in the band. I do that. I do not know. Yeah. Um, and then Friday, the headliners were Reno Divorce, who I don't know at all. The rockabilly band, psychabilly band. You probably like them. I and assume by Submachine. the name. I've never heard of them, but you know. And then Submachine, the great uh, hardcore slash punk band from Pittsburgh. And then Saturday night and uh, Friday, that also the Lauskateers who we played were opening Friday night, I think. And Saturday night, the last two bands were the Cheats and Sloppy Seconds. Oh, have two two of your favorites. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it would be really cool. Two yeah. of the largest lead singers you'll ever see, back to back. <laughs> so, are you but are you definitely going? I have never, or are seen, you still the, I have never seen. I've never seen the cheats. I, I would. I, I really like the idea of doing it, but it is a long drive. So, but I still think we're gonna. Have, I think we're gonna make it happen. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. To be continued. Okay. And then the following week. Now I have tickets for this already, and I'm not sure who my escort's going to be for this evening but i am going down to indy to see the zero boys 40th anniversary show well that's going to be very cool isn't it it is it's at a cool little brewery called black circle hmm. in the middle of nowhere down not even downtown in the part of uh indianapolis yeah you've talked about black circle before i think a few yeah. times yeah it's a cool place um yeah unfortunately or fortunately your your friend rick who i've met is a super nice guy um, is getting married that day. He is on the twenty first. So, you so were yeah, I'm out. To, what, you were unable to go down there with me. Yep. Otherwise, I, I would have loved to go see the Zero him. Boys. You know. I guess you had to catch him on their fiftieth. Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless they do a full tour or something. You know, we'll do Chicago because I saw him play with Naked Reagan in Chicago. 
So I could see Chicago, but there is zero chance they're going to do a full tour. Yeah. Even though I see they're they're going down to Texas for a like a long weekend. Hmm. Okay. Um, but we uh, I have never seen them. I'm a huge fan of the band. Um, so yeah, I definitely I will be down there. I'm not sure who I'm going with. I'm not sure how it's going to work, but I have every intention of being down there for that. So either my first show coming back is either going to be that Savage Mountain Punk Fest, Lobby Seconds, you know, uh, Submachine, or it's going to be the Zero Boys. I have tickets for the Zero Boys. Zero Boys will happen. So will if, if you do both, is Mrs. Uh, Trauma going to be very upset? Because that's two weekends in um, a row you'll be gone. I don't know if she'll be very upset. I don't know if she'll be very thrilled, but I don't know if she'll be very upset. It, everything is... You know, when you got kids and all that, everything is a weekend where something's going on. Yeah. So the weekend, <laughs> so the the weekend of the Savage Mountain Fest is our local festival here, Neil. Uh, we don't get Matthew Sweet level talent, um, <laughs> but we have a big car show, and it's all like it's all about Del Shannon, you know, our favorite son. So you have Del Shannon impersonators or something? Uh, yeah, I don't know what the, I, I, they have had that. Yes, I don't know what. They wow. Mean. Um. But it's kind of a weekend. When I, so when I was younger, it was like beer tent weekend. They had beer tents, and like it was like a class reunion. Hmm. You'd just go hang out and get just loaded with all the kids you went to school with. But for some reason, that sort of went away. Compared to gun uh, collections. But, you know, what's that? <laughs> Compared to gun collections. Yeah, exactly. Well, we just, but yeah, so we just, you just wander around town and look at old cars and stuff. And mm-hmm. My son like lives on the edge of downtown, so we can park down there or whatever. It, it, it's, it's fun. But anyway, that's the Savage Mountain weekend. So I know my wife would prefer I didn't go away that weekend. And then the second weekend, we have something going on, too. So I'm going to. But I'm I'm going. Like I said, that Zero Boy show is a done deal. Um, you bought tickets already? Yes. Okay. And I haven't got a hotel yet. But I am in serious negotiations with a mutual friend of ours to meet him down there and go to that show. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. Okay. That sounds good. Yes. Unless, you know, and, and if that falls through, then we're, we'll do it as a contest. Oh, who can what, I mean, meet, meet Tom Trauma? I made that joke, right? <laughs> Spend the night with Tom Trauma. Yeah, that's creepy and, as hell. And drive me around. Yeah. After telling that story great. about you enjoying uh, Seals getting clubbed over the head with baseball bats, maybe no and one's going to take you up and on drinking that. Hearts, and drinking hard seltzer. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a he's, a, he's a he's a strange man. He's a mixed up man. This this guy. It'll be a very it'll be a very special night for you. I'll cover the tickets. Hell, I might even cover the hotel. All you have to do is drive me around. Cover the hotel. He'll be sharing a room with somebody you don't know, but that's weird. Um, well, I'm, I'm planning to go with someone I know, Neil. Ah, okay, that sounds dubious. Um, lady of the <laughs> hey, night. Listen, I wasn't gonna make. I wasn't gonna make you creepy. <laughs> Sorry, I, I took it there for you. All right, so All right, let's 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 play another let's play another song, and then we'll talk about October because we definitely got some stuff going on in October. Okay, so I am going to play. Um, so the weekend after that, after Tom's talking about going to see the uh, Zero Boys on the twenty first of August, like I was just saying, the weekend after that, the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, that's Motoblot, this other street festival in Chicago. That's not free, but it's like ten bucks to get in, and I enjoy it every year. It's like ten old, bucks. It's, it's like old motorcycles, old cars, and uh, they have a but they have bands playing all day. Old cars, old motorcycles, and old men drinking old beer. Men. Yeah, but it's but the interesting thing is it's an interesting crowd because it's it could be old bikers, it's some punks, some mods, some it, it's that an weird inter- rock, it's an interesting that mix. weird rock, 
yeah. weird rock crowd. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it's a very it's a very cool mix. Uh, so anyway, headlining on a Saturday night is the psychobilly band, the Necromantics. So I am gonna play a, one of my favorite songs by the Necromantics, who were from Denmark originally, but now I think they live in the in the U.S. Um, so I'm gonna play the song "Nice Day for a Resurrection." Uh, by the Ooh. Necromantics, so enjoy.
it was nice day for resurrection by the uh, by the nec- uh, by the necromantics, and uh, I think Kevin. There you go again. I'm what? trying to do a family show. And Neil's getting very blasphemous. <laughs> I think the uh, singer and uh, the main songwriter of the necromantics. I think he's married to the uh, to the female bass player of the horror pops. At least I know he also plays guitar in the horror pops. If you've heard of the horror pops, but um, I'm pretty sure he's married to that to that lady. So who plays a who plays a good stand up bass? So that's the weekend of the twenty uh, eighth. 27th through the 29th so that's what i'm doing at the end of august so any se- other is there any other notable bands playing that festival that i should know about uh no there's a lot of uh like there's an acdc all-girl cover band there's a mm. kiss all-girl cover band called strutter i believe or something mm. um and then there's a clash- I only watch i only watch mini kiss which is the homage <laughs> tribute to kiss. there's a there's a clash cover band called london calling so, so those guys will be playing during the day. Actually, I've seen them before. They were, they were, they're, they're good. Um, but they'll it's be pl- probably fun if you. Like, oh yeah, they'll like, be playing during the day, and it's hot, and you, yeah. you hear Clash songs being played, so you start jumping about and stuff. There's, you know, forty old guys all jumping about. It's probably pretty pathetic, <laughs> but you know, uh, what can you do? But no, that'll be fun. So um, I can't remember who's headlining on like the Friday, for example. Uh, it, like deals gone no has it deals gone bad I know they were an old They're Chicago a ska band popular ska band right yeah, yeah. it might be It'd that be... or it might be like a rockabilly band or something a traditional kind of rockabilly band I don't know mm. but anyway um, so that's what I've got going on in August uh, what's now September is punk rock bowling do you have anything else going on in September apart from PRB Tom I don't think okay. so yet, but I might. Okay. Yeah, but, but October well, that's is true. When it really heats up for me again. Yeah, but that's true because things are getting booked all the time, right? Every week, it seems like there's like four more shows coming yeah. up. So, yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah. But, okay, October. Hey, you remember last spring yep. when we talked about what a cluster it was? Yep. Trying to pick? That's what October, that's what the fall's going to be like. Because well, so, everybody's trying to get back on the road. So, October 9th, I have Boris and Sprinkler at, uh, they're playing, uh, Beat Kitchen as well. And I believe they're also playing the X-Ray Arcade as well in Green Bay, right? Or Cudahy so or whatever, I, Wisconsin. I am going to I am going to both those shows. Okay. Um, I love the X-Ray. I don't think I'm going to... I know you mentioned Mass Intruders playing over there. I'm not going to get there probably before that. So, yeah, I'm going to go to... We're going to drive over to Milwaukee, make a long weekend of it. We'll drive over to Milwaukee on Friday. We, got, we actually got a few friends over there you know you should seriously consider coming up there with us okay and uh maybe i will so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna meet up over there and uh you know have a few drinks and stay by the airport and uh watch boris and i can't remember who's opening that show mostly milwaukee bands i think and then yeah the ninth they're playing at the beat kitchen which is intriguing to me a because i've never been to the beat kitchen and uh our old pals of parasites are playing that's right yeah that is correct i forgot about that even even stranger there's a band playing, and I can't tell if their headliner or if Boris is headlining. It called the Mitochondriacs, who is which is Jughead from Screeching Weasel, the guitar player, hmm. who was like the only other original member, but hasn't been since Ben reformed the band. And a band called the Cobains. I don't know if you're familiar with the Cobains. They're a Chicago area pop punk band. I am. So not. I don't know if they do. 
I don't know if they're going to do all originals, if they're going to do some Weasel stuff. I don't know. Actually, I, I actually might try to see if one of them wants to come on and talk to us about what they're going to do, because I'm sort of interested. That would be so, cool. Yeah, that would be excellent. But so, before that, the Wednesday, the 6th, I'm going to see a band that I've seen probably at least a dozen times, playing at a tiny little venue in Grand Rapids. Maybe the first punk show I go to in Grand Rapids, but maybe not. We'll see. There's a couple other ones. But Agent Orange is coming back to Grand Rapids. They're playing the 6th of October. Are you sure it's 2021? Yep, they are playing a whole bunch of Midwest dates around that time because huh. one of my pals in Milwaukee was opening for them on the 4th or something. Huh, I'm going to have to look that up to see if they're playing Chicago. I haven't seen that. I That's interesting. bet they are, but I'm not I'm not for sure which day. They might be, might be that Thursday. Who knows? Yeah, interesting. Okay, that's cool. So, And it's one of those things. I've seen that band a million times. They pretty much play a canned show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like they're yeah. really mixing it up night yeah. to night. Playing their greatest but hits, yeah, yeah. I just love those songs so much, I don't even care. And uh, maybe we should add Mike Palm to that list. Maybe we can get Mike Palm. Yeah. See if Mike wants to come and talk to us. So anyway, yeah, so that's so October. Yeah, so it's it's kind of spread out, right? So August, we're going to do something, and then September, but it's... Uh, but yeah, that October, it starts to really heat up. Well, you've also got the end of October, you've got your Sloppy Seconds tour. Because Sloppy Seconds are playing Chicago the 29th of October. They're playing Reggie's, right? And you'll go into... Their entire like, going, three dates, aren't you? At least. Yeah. So we're going to, we're for sure going to, because I already have tickets, to Chicago on Friday night, which would be the 29th, my anniversary. Always a good idea. <laughs> um, and then the 30th, Devil's Night, we'll be down in Indy seeing them play. We were debating going to all the Midwestern shows, but the, after Indy, they head back up to Green Bay, which is a pretty good drive, like six mm-hmm. hours. So I don't know if we're up for that after two okay. straight days of, of sloppy. But I think we will probably go to Detroit on Thursday before we head over to Chicago on Friday. Okay. So we will almost certainly – so we're certainly going to be in Chicago for some serious hang time in October at least twice. That'll be cool. Look so, yeah, to we'll, try to, we'll try to work some fun stuff out. So. Um, on, on, the, on, the th- on the Thursday here, actually the Coffin Cats are playing on Reggie's on the Thursday, 28th. Yeah, I remember you saying that, but yeah. I really want to go. I haven't seen any Detroit folks for so long. I know I'm going to know some folks at the Detroit show, so I do want to head over to that one, but we'll see. Because Detroit Chicago is not a short drive either. It's like five hours. Right. Yeah, for sure. But it's Familiar Highway. Um. So how about November? Okay, November. You're not going to like this at all. Uh-oh. Well, it, originally, because I know Scott's not. My buddy Scott goes to almost all the shows with me. Neil's met him. We've all hung out. You know, he's he's my he's my sidekick for all this stuff, and he's a good sport. He's pretty much up for whatever I want to do. So I was gonna try to. I could probably talk him into doing the Zero Boys thing, but I was actually gonna Uh-oh. trade him the Zero motorcycle. Boys there he goes. Bye bye, kid. Because go he really wants to go see. Guess Neil. Guess what he really wants to go see. Uh, <laughs> Love a boy. Well, I'm sure we all we all want to go see Nickelback. We're all, we're all living for the week or working for the weekend. No, he wants to go see the Bad Religion, oh, uh, Elkline Trio show. What in Chicago? Not the one in Chicago in the giant warehouse, but rather in downtown Detroit at the old theater, which is actually a really cool theater. Okay, that called, that, could, that could be fun. Called the called the Fillmore. Except it will be like twenty five dollar beers, but you know. Yeah, they're at least ten. Um, so. I was going to trade him, like, hey, you come to this thing you don't really care about, and I'll come with you to that um, 
So we're still kind of working out the details of that, but it could be fun, I guess. Hmm. It's not yeah. a Friday or Saturday night. On the 20th, actually, I'm hoping I'm going to go down to uh, Champaign-Urbana on the 20th of November and see our friend Jake Pope. Because Teenage, mm. Teenage Bottle Rocket are playing at a very, very small little country dive bar in Urbana. What, what night of the week is that? That's a Saturday. Huh. Maybe yeah. I'll have to join you for that, too. Yeah. I mean, it's a tiny... I think it's called the Rose Bowl Tavern or something like that. I mean, the place is tiny. So that should be, actually, that should be a I, fun show. Because actually, when I made cryptic remarks about who I was hoping to catch up with in India, it was actually Jake, so... Oh, okay. Well, that'll be fun. If he has he's only money. about yeah. he's only about two hours away. Yeah. So you think it'd still be too scary to share a hotel room with him? No, I think Jake will be fine. You know. I mean, I, we'll probably each get our own bed. I would assume. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Or I warned him. I said, "I, I got to tell you, Jake, I'm a terrible snorer." He said, "I am too." I'm like, "Sweet, universal oh, sleep." The fucking we'll hotel is going to kick you guys out. We'll, we'll just step and drink truly in PBR all night. It'll be fine. Now, Teenage Bottle Rocket is also playing Chicago at the Chop Shop, but I yep. think I mean, and that's an okay venue. But um, I think seeing him at a tiny club in a kind of hickish town, called, you know, like Champaign-Urbana, would actually be kind of fun. So, now, and I'd be able to see Jake, so that would be cool. Or maybe some of my old a, roommates, you know. Are you curious to see where you used to live? I have been down there. Uh, two of our houses have been pulled down already. <laughs> There's dumps. Um, yeah. Is that the shitty guy house? The shitty guy house is long gone, yeah. Yeah, that's that's like condos or you know, new modern apartments now. If they would have, I suspect that if they would have known that McWilson played there, they would have put some kind of a plaque up and saved it as like a historical monument. Indeed, or right? I cannot believe that they didn't fucking do that. Um, it's <laughs> it's it's all very upsetting. Um, but yeah, I mean, there aren't many of my old. Champaign Urbana has got played like most universities in the states. It's got so commercialized and so you know just all the regular chain restaurants and stuff which is homogenized thank you um completely different than it was when i was there in the mid 80s when it still had very much a hippie like 70s kind of vibe uh so Mm. it's it's very different but still i think that will that will be a a really fun show i'll I'll get that date i'll get that date from you again later that might be i'm gonna i'm gonna say that might be a maybe okay that will be cool and then um early december uh, the queers are playing two nights in Chicago, right? So yeah, I see that. See, that's another. That's down at Reggie's, are my favorite. Yeah. No, and the funny thing is, dude, it's a, it's not at the Reggie's Rock Club. It's at the small like bar next door, which I thought be was curious weird. to see. They will stack that bill up. I bet. I'd be definitely be curious to see. I assume they'll probably do different openers each night. Yeah. Uh, to make it interesting, that might be a fun weekend too. Because they're playing with the putts in Indianapolis, and I was hoping yep. that they would be playing with the putts in Chicago, but we'll, well see. Well, the main the main putts guy is from Indy, so I don't know if they're, I don't they're not touring with them on the whole tour, but yeah, I saw that. No, it's not they're too not far though GR. from Indy to Chicago, right? I mean, geez, that's true. It's a couple four hours. hours. Yeah, they're doing. Um, um, the crews are doing like a full Midwestern tour for the first time in quite a few years. Because they have the, they have a covers album or something coming out, right? They do on Cleopatra yeah. Records. Yeah, good old Cleopatra. Um, after not putting out any like fresh material for a decade, now they're putting out two records in two years. So actually, I look forward to it. You know, he's going to do justice to like Beach Boy songs and that kind of thing. So yeah, should be cool. Um, yeah, uh, man, it's we're going to be busy. You know, the thing is, every weekend I go away with the dudes. I need to take my wife away for a weekend. I'm not going to be home for like the whole fall. <laughs> Well, the interesting thing is, like I said, every week it seems like more shit's being, you know, the clubs are opening up and more bands are being booked yep. and stuff. So, um, you know, touch wood, touch wood, yep. these things actually do come about. And that's, like I said to you last time, that's one of the reasons why I went 
down to Gainesville to see Teenage Bottle Rocket just in case shit closes up again. At least yeah. now I'll have I can say I saw something, you know. Well, I'll tell you what. Hold that. Hold that thought and play another song. Okay, what's your turn, actually, my friend? Was oh, it my turn? Yep. Okay, so I'm actually gonna play a cheat song. This is a new cheat song. Brand Neil, new. Brand you... new. Yeah, not even Brand out yet. New. I don't yes. think. Yeah. Are you familiar with the song "Rock and Roll Love Letter"? Of course I am. I'm a Bay City Rollers. Actually, I'm not a Bay so, City Rollers guy. I was a sweet guy, but you know. So Bay City Rollers are Scottish, right? They were. Very Scottish, I yes. I think the only song I really know by the Bay City Rollers, other than this one now, is like Saturday Night, right? Of that course. was a big hit. The classic, yeah, Saturday Night, yeah. But they were the biggest band in in the UK for probably about eighteen months in like seventy three, seventy four. They couldn't okay, do I was any wrong. Early early seventies, definitely yeah. like a AM what they what they used to call here the AM seventies AM radio band. Yeah, it's Radio One, Radio One in England, Radio. I gotta one. tell you, and like I said, I'm not super familiar with them. But their album covers are among the most atrocious I've ever seen. <laughs> They'll all be on the album cover wearing like the same plaid like leisure suit or something. It's 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 pretty rough. Dude, the the fans, the girls used to turn up to the gigs wearing those outfits, and you know they, they couldn't be any less sexy. Those like huge like plaid bell uh, tartan bell bottoms with like plaid hats and plaid scarves and shit like that. And uh, now the lead singer of the Bay City Rollers just died about six months ago, Les McEwen. Huh. And uh, and one of the other, I think the drummer. Thoughts of prayers. Thoughts of prayers. I think the drummer is actually in prison for uh, for child molestation. So that's that's a good story. Wow. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so they should go. play this song. It's Saturday <laughs> night. It's Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Just a regular so this, Saturday night in Scotland. So I actually wrote a little blurb about this for New Noise. But so there's that that record label that the cheats are on. It's called. Oh dang! The Screaming Crow or something like that. Screaming Crow sounds right. Yeah. Because I think that's the name of one of the tattoo parlors that Todd owns. Oh, maybe that's maybe I'm completely off and I'm just drunk. It's it's something like that. But they uh, but they're doing a series called like the Jukebox Action Series. Man, I'm I'm butchering this. I should really have it written down. You know, Jukebox Tambourine. Well, let's just go with that. But it's called like the Jukebox Action Series or something, and they're putting out these uh, 45s, the big whole 45s, like the old Jukebox style. Um, And this A side is like a cover of like a pop rock standard from the 70s or 80s and the b-side would be an original song so the cheats i think were the first one to do this and they cover this uh they cover the uh, bay city rollers this is a pretty mellow but i feel like i owe it to you after playing venom and playing the crumb suckers we're gonna play this nice uh pop tongue by the cheats so this is uh rock and roll love letter by the bay city rollers and the cheats
rock and roll love letter to you. It was my rock and roll love So it is. Uh, on so Street, the- Screaming Crow Records, you are correct, and it's the Action Rock Jukebox series. See, I was close. Yeah. See, the, th- the, the, the cool thing, it actually comes, it's such a nice touch, because you always like it when you get a 7-inch, it's a nice touch, right? It comes with the little strip, like you put in the jukebox. Like the little oh, interesting! Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. For the kids so, who don't know what jukeboxes is, explain what a jukebox is. So I might is, need Tom. to drive. I might need to drive eight hours to Cumberland, Maryland, just so I can buy a copy of that. Okay, that sounds good. Straight from the band. Yeah, anyway, that sounds like a really good use of your time. So listen, man. What about what about record collecting? We haven't talked about record collecting for a while because we've been doing so many guests. Have you got anything good? I told you I picked up a bunch of stuff. Um, I, I did. You know what? Oh, you know what? As well, we haven't talked about shit. Record Store Day Part 2 this weekend. And the oh, reason yeah, I bring yeah. that up, the reason I bring that up is because... how horrible the list is? is well, it's because, no, I've got some good ones this, this time. Really? Uh, my local, missed, and my local record store got one in already for me, and I already have it in my possession. How's that? Mm. I already have one of the ones, like, five That's days cheating. early. So, yeah, it was a Gun Club live album. You know, my, I love the Gun Club. And they had this live... Mm performance from 81 which was super before the first album came out and jeffrey lee is drunk as hell and it's just a really good um really good live performance where they do some songs they don't do anywhere else so it's called the birth the death the ghost and it's been re-released on it was only ever released in the uk in like 84 and it's been re-released for record store day july on red vinyl so i got that i have that in my sweaty palms already i picked it up a couple days ago he got it for me don't mention the name don't mention the name of the store neil i'm pretty sure he's violating sacred record store day policy yeah probably not but you know whatever um well it's such bs man because you know i ran to record store day and i picked up that wasted youth thing and now i see there's just a standard version of it that's just like 22 dollars or something floating around (laughs) it's like they did a limited one for record store day but it wasn't like those 600 or whatever were the only ones now that's that's actually really fucking annoying when they do that because otherwise, well, most of them are doing that. Well, because otherwise, why the hell did you rush out to record store day? You know what I mean? That that really frustrates me. Um, let's see what else uh, for record store day. Uh, the LAMF. The I can't even remember what this is called now. See, I didn't see that. I swear, I'm not seeing the whole list. I don't know what's going on. Here. Yeah, that's so. It's it's supposedly they found the original master tapes or something because you know LAMF had such a busted. Uh, yeah. butchered mastering and, or whatever yeah. yeah but this is supposed to be the original ones they found in someone's loft or something and it's being reissued with a booklet and all this kind of shit so I'm anxious to get that so I'm going to go and get that um, there's a Lillington's thing being reissued for Record Store Day July that is the only Saturday. thing that is the only one on my radar yeah the back channel broadcast back channel broadcast yeah yeah that's right years or something. yep 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 and 20th was, anniversary edition there was one other thing, and I can't find my list now, so I'm kind of annoyed. So by that, that Lillington's thing, six hundred forty-one copies. I don't know what that means. You know, Lillington's are always doing weird crap. Indeed, they are. But that is not very many copies. No, that's not six hundred forty-one. That's, 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 that's nothing, dude. Yeah. But that's color. Maybe, maybe the, maybe the, you know, you'll be able to. They'll start selling black on the. Uh, Red Scare website. I have no idea. Oh, okay. So I, I found I found my thing. So, um, Heartbreakers, The Found, Seventy Seven Masters, Lillington's yep. Black Channel Broadcast, Twentieth Anniversary, Gun Club, The Birth of Death of Ghost, 
um, there's a live Ram- and of course every record store day right there's a live Ramones album um, well this one this one though is kind of interesting because it's from July 1980 so it's got a lot a of songs bit. from Pleasant Dreams on it which I think is interesting because hmm. you don't normally see that set you know yeah so that one's reasonably interesting and then uh, they're issuing Fear the Record for some reason what is going on with that I thought the see I thought the Slash regular Slash issue was pretty much continuously in print. I have it. it. I didn't think it was particularly rare, but it looks like it's out of print again. I, I have no idea. Yeah, but anyway, that's what's coming out. So, I mean, I think this verse, this release of Record Store Day is much better than the first one, personally. But the uh, only, Like I said, the only thing on my uh, list is the Lillington's thing, and I didn't even know if I was going to go or not, but I know my wife has some stuff going on, so I might just sneak over there for a little bit. We'll see. Yeah. There's only 600... How many did you say? 641? 641. That's... Dude, that is super limited, though. God damn. That's, number, that's the number of the beast or something. Yeah. So of the fear, the record, 3,500 uh, 3, of this one. It says... So that's not as bad, but, I mean, that record's got to be damn near platinum, right? It says LP, and it comes with a free 7-inch single of Fuck Christmas. Ah, yeah, they keep recycling that 59-second song. Yeah. Yeah, deluxe and limited reissue of the 1982 punk classic on 140 gram clear and white mixed vinyl, and comes oh, with a bonus okay. seven inch um, oh, okay. single pressed on transparent red vinyl that comes in a repro of the original picture sleeve. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Yep. It will also I'm include a cardboard it. art stencil of the band's logo, so you can go and spray paint uh, at the Del Shannon Festival. You can go and spray paint fear all over the place. Go. Yeah. You know what we need, dude? Punk side eye stencil. Hmm. That's a good idea, actually. Let me work on that. And, you know, while I'm thinking of it, you did order more stickers. So I did. We are, not, we are not in fear of running out of stickers. When we go to our shows, when we go to our Sloppy Weekend, our Boris Weekend, and all these things, we're going to be painting the town in black stickers. and white. Yeah. Which, I, which, actually, I do now. Everywhere I go, I try and put stickers up at every bar I go to in the bathroom or outside. So Go, go to Reggie's, put our sticker in the bathroom. Literally no one will notice because there's 1,000 stickers all over the bathroom. Yeah. Um, like at Lucy, uh, oh man, I felt bad at the Teenage Bottle Rocket show. Did I say this the other day? But they just repainted over COVID, and I felt bad because I was the first one to put a sticker up on the beautifully painted new bathroom. And then he etched a picture of a penis into the wall. <laughs> um, the, but now that annoys me, actually. Where the hell is my sticker order? I ordered this like two weeks ago. Where the hell is it? Should be should be with me by now, goddammit. Mm. Yeah. Neighbors probably stole it. I'm annoyed. Sons of bitches. Um, so yeah, stickers. And also, yes, we are I'm looking seriously into getting more T shirts printed. So, mm. um but oh I'm sorry, you asked me about records. I got off on record store day. Um so, so no let's let's you know what we can do we can talk about records anytime. What about so the T shirts? Yes, sir. We're thinking about doing the classic logo or are we thinking about I wonder if we should maybe offer the the one that our friend Aaron in Chicago there made. Well, so many as an people, alternative. so many people didn't get a chance to get the classic logo. I think maybe we That's should true. do at least one more run of the classic because we only did twenty shirts last time. The classic plagiarized logo. The classic okay. Stiv logo, as redone by uh, our good buddy Mark. Yes. Um. So yeah, so uh, we'll do a run of those. Probably, I don't know. Don't know how many we'll do. We'll see. We've had a couple of people say they're interested, so. We should probably do like a pre-order, honestly. Yeah. So anyway, I I, I agree. Um, By the time you need your sweatshirt in the fall, we should have t-shirts. 
yeah. Now, I, I can't say what color they're going to be on. They won't be white again this time, but they still might be on a color. I don't think they're going to be black because the artwork needs to be redone if we're going to do probably them on black. Light. Probably light colored t-shirts. Yeah, like maybe, I don't know, what do you think? Blue or red or something? Yeah, like Green? a light blue, light, light red, khaki maybe, yeah. Yes, camouflage for you metal people. Like a Coxbar t-shirt. It'll be camouflage. <laughs> it'll match it'll match your camouflage shorts. You can go full camo. It'll look like you're wearing your pajamas. <laughs> you won't be able to see you in the forest. When you go hunting, <laughs> won't be able to see you. Yeah. Oh, urban camo. That's the popular one these days, isn't it? Like the white yeah. and gray. They uh, do that one. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Brief a brief recap of your record. I really haven't bought that much recently. I got this okay. I got this gun club thing for early for record store day. Um, I'm hoping to get LAMF this weekend, even though I, I already have it, obviously. Um, and then I got a couple of uh, 45s. Uh, I got Joe Jackson. Um, is she really going out with him? Because I figured I should own that 45, and the picture sleeve is really really good. And uh, and what else did I get? I got another 45. Hold on one second. Talk amongst yourselves for one second. Mm. Oh, yes. Ivy, dead. get down. It's dead air, Neil. This is God, death. I swear. Death. I swear. I move for a second and the cat jumps on my chair immediately. My wife bought me at a garage sale a really nice gatefold uh, live greatest hits of uh, Harry Chapin. So <laughs> I've been listening to that a little bit. What did you do? <laughs> Did you do something bad and she was trying to punish you? That's, that's terrible. <laughs> Those double 70s live albums are, are great. Oh, yeah, great. It's great, yeah. They, story, they tell, tell music anecdotes between songs. Harry Chapin or Leonard Cohen. I don't know which is more depressing. Um, I have. Uh, I also have a nice uh, John Denver live double album. Is it him crashing into the mountain or whatever the fuck he did? <laughs> is that what it is? Too soon, Neil. Too, too, too soon. soon. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Um, <laughs> the other seven inch I got was. Gee, are you are you familiar with the uh, the punk poet, uh, <laughs> which is a terrible thing these days? But there's a guy called Patrick Fitzgerald. Patrick Fitzgerald, no. and he did a song called know. "Safety Pin Stuck in My Heart," which is a really wow. really good song. It was an EP, and that's a mm. actually it's a 1978 classic. Uh, maybe I'll play it on the show sometime. Mm. Yep, it's you'll you'd like it actually. You would like it, and I got that. It's the original from '78 on I think Small Wonder Records. Yeah, Small Wonder. Who was a record shop in uh, London? I believe hmm. it was London. Maybe it was Bristol or some shit. But anyway, I got the original of that. So yeah, I got two old singles: Joe Jackson and Patrick Fitzgerald. And the Joe Jackson picture sleeve is fantastic. Because hmm. is she really going out it, with him? Is something that's you know that's. It's a great, great song. Great. It's a great album. song, and it's a great. Uh, it's a great topic. You know, it, it, it's funny. I, I had picked up a copy of the second Joe Jackson album, I'm the Man, and it. The first song skipped, and I was so bummed that I actually bought another much nicer used copy. So you'd be happy to know I'm going to throw the old one in the trash. I don't throw it in the trash. Give it to one of the kids, or sell it back to the, sell it back to the sell record store. Sell it back to the record store. Sold it to you. Disappointed. Yeah, because it looks good. Yeah. it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Now was well, it the, was it was it so, regular album or was it a bunch of like seven inches again? Because they did they released it that way as well. I believe. No, it was just the LP. It was okay. just like a, I don't know if it was a, like an original original press, but it was it was older. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, my wife's in here saying hello. Hello. Hello, um, Cheryl. How are you? Um, Neil says hello. So, since, tell her about Grease. What's that? Tell her that Grease is one of my favorite sh- uh, uh, movies, too. Neil, Neil says Grease is one of his favorite movies. Well, it should be. She said, well, it should be, Neil. 
So ask, old, ask her, yeah, you know, you know, doing the middleman here. Is she a any con- old? She said all the old queens love it. Is she is she a Kanicki or a Danny man? <laughs> Not what I said. What what was that? Say again, Neil. Is oh, she, she is now. she Danny or can, is she Team Danny or Danny or Team Kanicki? Team Danny or Team Kanicki? Danny. Oh shit! No, that's sad. Okay. That was the John Travolta character. Yes. All right. Listen. All right. Listen. I'm going to tell you about a couple of records. Yes, sir. We're going to wrap this thing up. It's gone so far off the rails. I don't even know where we started. <laughs> Drinking. Exactly. Well, and we started, like we said, we talked for like 15 minutes before we even started about our crappy jobs and other things like that. Actually, we don't have crappy jobs, but we, you know, sometimes yes. you feel like a hamster on the wheel. Exactly. And uh, so we had Steve Zing on a course. And one of the things I asked him about was the why all these Sam Hain and Danzig miss or uh, bootlegs, why aren't these things reissued? And while we still haven't really settled this, I started buying some of these bootlegs. You so I actually, bought, but I actually bought bootlegs. Well, I, I think Danzig's doing all right. No, you're right. taking money from his mouth. He's not going to be able to buy cat litter now, you bastard. Yeah, exactly. But I bought the first two Danzig records on bootleg. Hmm. A full length. And I, I, I got to put a picture up, and I will do that, because these are such good quality bootlegs. Well, so, um, I, I, so being bootlegs, are they available in like regular record stores? They are available in regular record stores, Neil. They are. That's oh. what I was saying to him. The industry of bootlegging misfit stuff is so prevalent that you just can't imagine mm-hmm. why they would let it slide. But but so the only the only bummer is, and the 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 albums are beautiful, the covers are great. It's funny they're like total reproductions, so it even has the original label on the on the cover. Wow. Okay. Even though they don't, but. They don't have the inner printed lyric sleeves. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. So you just got the plain. Which you think, I'll, 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 you think they'd be able to reproduce that pretty easily, wouldn't you? I don't know, Neil. <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the like the booklets out of the CD and toss it in there. Yeah. That I'm never going to listen to again because they're in paper bags in my well, basement. So how does it play? I mean, is it is it decent? Is it a decent press on vinyl? Sound or great. Is it, both, or is it just both, like the cassette thing copied on? No, vinyl? both of them. Both of them sound great. Hmm. I'm hearing things I didn't even hear on the CD. Um, but I, I I'll, like I said, I'll put up a picture at some point to show the difference between like my late '80s, early '90s Misfits bootlegs and like the current Danzig bootlegs because it's night and day. These are such good quality. Oh, the I Misfits mean, ones old, are super shitty. Yeah, like I have a horror business one, and I have I have a couple of them, and they are really sketchy. Uh, but you know the the original horror business pressing is worth huge money now. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Uh, right? Bullet is is, but you can buy a really nice bootleg ten bucks. Yeah. So, anyway, listen till Danzig figures it out and starts repressing these things. No, you're exactly right. I mean, it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense. And either either you know whoever is in charge of the music, whether it be the record label or him or whoever is, they're they're taking money out of their own mouths. It's just insane that they're not taking advantage of this at least for record store day because that's what yeah our record store day is for right it's for this stupid shit like this yep but you know it's hard to argue with you know there's the the demand is there so that's what i'm going to start doing listen you know i've always been complaining what's the band that i've always complained needs to have their records repressed yes the misfits well no the other one they they opened for the Misfits. oh oh, negative approach no oh fucking hell man Necros, Neil, Necros. It could be three bands with you. Those are the ones you always talk about, right? Well, Necros is the one I was, you know, they're, they're, you know, you'd be lucky to find a copy of their LP in nice shape for like 250 bucks. Yeah. They were on Touch and Go. 
I'm pretty sure the main guy from Touch and Go was in Necro. So, so there must be some reason why he doesn't want to. Maybe he doesn't want. I don't know. But hmm. once again, these are highly collectible. And once you know, what are, you're going to sell a couple thousand. It's not like it's going to go platinum. But you know, why aren't these available? We got to get that guy on. Let's get the guy from Touch and Go on. Yell at him. Get on him right now. Stop repressing these freaking big black albums that everybody's got and get us some freaking Necros. Actually, you know what? I could probably get him to Rick Sims. I think we could. Well, you know, when we talked to Rick, episode 17? 17, yep. Classic breakthrough episode for us. Um, You guys should listen to that if you haven't. It's, it's, it's very funny, um, if I do say so myself. Yeah, you're um, making fun of me for two hours. It was great. Yeah, pretty much. Me and Rick, <laughs> me and a stranger breaking Neil's balls. Classic stuff. <laughs> Well, my wife puts away pots and pans in the background, <laughs> violently. Um, but uh, we, we, uh, anyway, he was saying that they were going to put, they were working on putting out, uh, Touch and Go was working on putting out like a double LP, like retrospective for the digits, right? Yes. Don't know what so, happened to that, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that either. I mean, probably COVID, right? COVID. You can just blame everything on COVID these days, right? COVID. Well, but that was, but, but that was around Christmas time we talked to him in 2019. Yeah. So that would have put that on schedule probably to come out in the middle of last year, you know, or something. So anyway, I told – we said when, when that comes out, we'll have to have Rick back on tell some more stories about the Ramones being jerks to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and partying with – was it like John Lennon's son or something? They just took him out for the yeah. night or something? It was crazy. And, and some of those crazy stories were crazy. We could ask him the all-important question, you know, where Mick Wilson ranks as far as opening acts and that type of thing, you know, important <laughs> stuff. So we never actually played. Oh, we we did play with the digits. You are correct. We did. Yeah, we were good that so, night too. So yeah, anyway, we're good. Listen, yeah. Neil, let's wrap this sucker up. All right. Well, I'm going to play us out with. Uh, now that I talked about it, you are going to hear it, Patrick Fitzgerald. Safety pin stuck in my heart. Do you want to play us out with that, or should I play it right now? What do you think? That's fine. You can play us out with that. Okay. So let's go back to our in, go back to our individual lives. Okay. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. Write write to us and ask for stickers. I know one of you has written to me. One I have one request that I have to go back and find, and it was probably like two months ago. So I know I owe somebody stickers. So you might actually write in again. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't if you didn't get any, write in. Or if you know what, if, if you're out and you want some more, just write in because we love to see really our stickers on places. On, so. I was really staying on. I was really staying on top of it, but then I had a, I, and I was always getting them out within a few days. But then we had that big lull, and then somebody else asked for some, and I just didn't get them out. So if I owe you stickers, if you've asked for stickers, it's not because I didn't not send them to you because I don't like you. I didn't send them to you because I didn't keep my crap together. So right back in, we got, we're, and we're like I said, we're getting a whole fresh batch. Do not be shy. We we're not coming to your house. We're not going to sell your name to the policeman's benevolent association. We will just send you stickers like old school, like bands used to do back in the day when Neil and I were kids and dinosaurs roamed the earth. And if you want more, like if you stuck all your stickers up and you want more, just stick all over your you know neighborhood bar or record store or whatever. Write us and we'll send you more. We don't care. I'm getting I'm, I'm getting another batch in. So, but I have to write them yeah. and see what the fuck. If you are feel they. really guilty about us giving two of you for free, you can send a self-addressed stamped envelope to I don't know where with a hundred dollars in it. Yeah, exactly. No, but seriously, <laughs> I, we're happy to do it. We yeah, uh, we are. This is, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's it's fun. It reminds us of our of our youth when people used to send you something. You know, it's still fun to get mail. I think. 
Yeah, thank you for everybody for listening. Of course, all the time. Yes. And if you yes. want to, if you want to be nice and give us a give us a review on uh, on iTunes or on Spotify or whatever, that would be awesome. If you want to give us ah, a yes. review and you know, and uh, if you subscribe, you get the you get the you get them as soon as I post them. You know, as soon yes. as I've done producing them with my loving hands and I've posted them, then you will get them. So, you know, with his soft, loving hands. That's right. And all my computer skill. <laughs> all right. So let, let's say goodbye and then you're going to play. Say what you're going to play again. Uh, Patrick Fitzgerald with uh, Safety Pen Stuck in My Heart. All right. Well, let's, listen, thanks, everybody. We will keep a little mark in your heart. Stay free and <laughs> stink you later. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye everybody. Thanks for listening. See you bye. later. Yep. I don't love you for your graveyard eyes. I don't love you for your shaven thighs. I just love you for that beat, 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 beating. I don't love you for your tattered time. I don't love you and I don't know why. I just love you for that beat, 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 beating. I've got a safety pin stuck in my heart for you, for you. I've got a safety pin stuck in my heart for you, for you. Don't love you for your professed hate. I don't love you for your cards of fate. I just love you for that beat, 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 beating. I don't love you for your painted shoes I don't love you for your friends you never choose I just love you for that beat, 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 beating I've got a safety pin stuck in my heart For you, for you I've got a safety pin stuck in my heart For you, for you I've got a safety pin stuck in my heart For you, for you I've got a safety pin stuck in my heart For you, for you I don't love you for your many reasons Propaganda, doctrines, treasons All I know is that beat, 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 beating I've got an ear inflamed on my dog chain Painted faces, painted nails, my shirt It's all that beat, 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 beating I've got a safety pin stuck in my heart For you In my heart, for you, for you, I got a safety pin stuck in my heart. For you, 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 I got a safety pin stuck in my heart. For you, for you, for you, for you, for you. Been stuck in my heart for you.